Nasi lemak. So good. Okay. Bought this from the uncle and auntie at the market square. Really, really very good. Very recommended. Anyway, anyway, let's look at let's look at the Bible, Mark chapter four, and the last verse, verse forty-one. They were terrified and ask each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him, obey Jesus. Because Jesus saved them. They're about to drown, about to be killed by the storm. And Jesus saved them by commanding the wind and the waves to stop and just shh, it just stopped. And they go, oh, now they're more scared of Jesus than they are of the storm. And I guess in one sense, I guess that's a good thing. Because they're finally asking, you know, who is this guy? They presumed him just to be a normal guy, a teacher, but he does something that only God can do. So I guess, you know, it smashes all those presuppositions and prejudices, you know, makes us go, hey, you know, maybe take Jesus more seriously. And that's, that's always a good thing. But in a sense, maybe it's not so good because they become more scared of him. When they shouldn't, you know, they should be more trusting in him. They should realize that Jesus really does care for them. You know, that's why he saved them. But the opposite happens. You know, they, they pull back, you become more scared, and they ask the kind of question as if they don't actually know him at all. And I guess this is worrying if someone has been blessed by God, or maybe even saved by God in a sense. You know, they've been saved by Jesus from the storm in this story but it causes that person not to want to know God more, to question what they already know about God, instead of realizing that Jesus has been so graciously revealing himself and enabling them to, to come and know him as a friend, as a savior, as their God. And you know, I wonder at the end of this talk on Friday, you know, if someone meets with God truly and he realizes, hey, what we are reading here in the Bible, you no, know, this is the real thing. Um, two things can happen. One thing, it might make them more curious and make them want to find out more for themselves in the Bible about who Jesus says and what the claims that he makes are in his word. Or it might actually make them go, whoops, you know what? I'm too busy. You know, This is very good for you, but this is too much. I think, um, thank you for the food. Thank you for the experience. But you know what? That's enough for me. And that's, that's a pity. It's a pity when you realize that it really is God. He really is able to save. But because you know that for sure, you pull back and you don't want to find out anymore. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully it doesn't happen to you if you call yourself a Christian. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, when we realize that being a Christian means following Christ for the rest of our lives and taking up the cross every single day of our lives, we might say, you know what, today I'm going to take a break. Today, I'm maybe not going to go too deep into who Jesus is and what he's saying to me. And it's not because you don't know him, but it's because you do. It's because he has blessed you. He has given you more insight into who he is. But it's us not wanting to receive that or to be thankful for that. 
Heavenly Father, thank you so much that you do bless us with good things and tasty things. Help us to want to know more, to want to taste more, and to be even more thankful for your Son, Jesus Christ, for He is good. His salvation has made all that difference to our lives, but we want this to overflow for the rest of our lives into eternity. So please help us to have this appetite, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thought you knew me so much better.